major revelation of the Twitter file so far is that we've discovered an elaborate uh, bureaucracy of what you might call public-private censorship. Uh, basically, companies like Twitter had a system by which they received tens of thousands of requests for action on various accounts. That's Matt Taibbi, the Twitter files. By the way, before he was doing this, he was doing politics for Rolling Stone magazine, doing incredibly important work now as it relates to censorship, as it relates to social media. As a matter of fact, our attorney general, Andrew Bailey, is working on this. This is uh, in relation to litigation regarding Missouri versus Biden. This is a civil case that shows top officials uh, in the feds, the federal government colluded with big tech social media companies to violate your right to free speech under the First Amendment. Joining us now, Missouri's Attorney General, Andrew Bailey. Welcome into the show. Kind of give us the rundown on what it is that we're doing in relation to Missouri versus Biden. Absolutely. And first of all, good morning and thank you for having me on. You know, this is an important case. One of the the primary objectives of my administration is to protect the Constitution and the constitutional rights of the people of this state. And that's why Missouri v. Biden is such an important case to, to do that. You know, what the evidence has demonstrated is that there was a level of both coercion and collusion between federal bureaucrats and big tech social media to silence speech, to shut down speech, to silence voices that the Biden administration disagreed with or didn't like. And what we know is that that censorship violates our constitutional rights violates the First Amendment. And it's important because traditionally in America, the remedy for, for false speech is counter speech, not government censorship. We've taken depositions of several top ranking Biden officials. We've uh, intend to take more depositions in the coming days and we're going to root this out. We're going to keep working on this and keep finding new lines of effort to keep the pressure on because that's what the people deserve. They deserve free fair and open debate free from government censorship what concerns you mr bailey the most because you're an attorney uh and also a citizen of the united states of america you and i have some protections that are granted to us in the constitution of the united states of america one of those first and foremost it's number one for a reason freedom of speech what bothers you most the freedom of speech that they were trying to tamp down on our freedom of speech or the fact that there was in effect from everything we're seeing there was collusion the government was working with other entities to uh to quell our freedom of speech well globally speaking we as a nation since 1791 we've honored the the protections codified in the bill of rights and we used to elevate the rules of the game above the players and the outcome the left seems to have abandoned that principle in favor of trying to seek specific outcomes and undermining the rules of the game. Theoretically, that's a problem. Practically speaking, it's a problem because of the, the, the specific voices that were silenced. But, but to your point, it's the coercion and the collusion. You know, Biden spent months on the campaign trail in, in 2020 talking about how the big tech social media companies had to get a handle on uh, preventing the spread of what he called disinformation. Other, other people might just call it political speech. And so he started there, but then it continued once he took office. And he continually, he, members of his administration, continually threatened big tech social media with a repeal of their uh, 
legal liability protections and other sanctions if they did not get on board with his censorship program. And then what the discovery in the case has demonstrated is that there was, in fact, a censorship program. Top-ranking officials from the Biden administration, from his staff, from the White House, emailed, called, texted with big tech social media, and called for specific posts, specific videos, specific voices to be taken down in silence. Tucker Carlson was one of those. And so Joe Biden and his administration disagree with Tucker Carlson, and so they asked for one of his videos to be taken off of, uh, off of a social media platform. I mean, that should scare all of us, left and right, because, again, it's about the rules of the game. And it's about free, fair, and open debate. And federal bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats, should not be making censorship decisions. Whether or not to believe Tucker Carlson should be left to the rest of us, not the government. All right, our guest, Missouri Attorney General uh, Andrew Bailey, joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, 93.9 The Eagle, 104.5 News Radio, 950 KWOS. General, talk to us about uh, something that Eric Schmidt was very involved in. It's not as sexy as some of the things we heard about, but those were consumer protection lawsuits. And he had one that was out there with a with a solar panel provider that he was going after for business practices. Where are you at on those consumer suits? And will you continue some of the ones that the Schmidt administration started? Oh, absolutely. You know, number one priority, protect the Constitution. Number two priority is uh, enforcing the laws as written. The mission of the general, or excuse me, the mission of the attorney general's office is determined, is assigned to us by the general assembly in statute. And the general assembly has empowered the Missouri attorney general's office to protect consumers from fraud and abuse and, uh, deceptive business practices. And those, uh, those statutes are codified and we're going to enforce the laws written and, and use those statutes to protect Missourians. We, you, you've seen that, uh, recently we, we were able to, uh, kind of enjoy a success on a case uh, dealing with uh, timeshares. And so that's been on our social media, on our official side. And, and I would direct uh, your listeners to, to check that out, where we've saved uh, consumers thousands and thousands of dollars against uh, some of these deceptive business practices. You know, we will continue to use that, that uh, portion of our office, and we'll try to expand those operations to fulfill that mission. General Bailey, we appreciate you joining us uh, last week at the governor's or, um, prayer breakfast, uh, the first week of uh, the session that Thursday. Stephanie and I interviewed John as well, um, the Ken Hayden, state representative in Fulton. And he alleged on this very program that the company that was running the Fulton, New Mexico hospitals was taking money out of employees' checks was supposed to be paying their health insurance premiums was not including a gentleman who had fifty thousand dollars in unpaid hospital bills for a grandchild with spina bifida that that parent by the way a grandparent called brandon and i confirmed it he says there's many others that are facing the same situation hayden said on this program your office is investigating looking into this what can you tell us well, number one, it goes back to the consumer protection issue. And the Attorney General's office has broad authority, broad power under statute to protect Missouri consumers like the ones you're talking about. And so I'm somewhat limited in what I can talk about currently because of ongoing investigation. But I will say this. We're going to stand up and fight back. And we're going to we're not going to let people get taken advantage of. You know, I, I come from a prosecutor's background. And the reason I wanted to be a criminal prosecutor was to seek justice for victims. We can use the consumer protection statutes to do that as well. Wow. That's very, very powerful. That's a big deal. Thank you for your information. So if I'm looking at the calendar right, does today mark two weeks in office? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. This we're 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 starting on our third week here, and it's been a, a real whirlwind. Uh, you know, we started out on day one within hours of being sworn in. The state had an execution to carry out, and so the attorney general's office had a role to play there. Uh, we have hosted a. Uh, 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 reception for our employees just to get to know them better. We've traveled to two of our regional offices. We're going to hit the other two in the coming days. We've participated in the legislative ball. We've held senior staff meetings. I mean, we are we are at full speed ahead. Uh, the transition went smoothly, but we're we're already at work and and we're doing everything we can for the, to fight for the people of Missouri. Uh, you know, within hours of being sworn in. I've seen you at numerous events. I know you have been very busy, uh, how, but how's the transition been personally? You've got, I, I had a chance to meet your lovely wife. You've got kids. How are they handling the transition? They're, they're good. They're, yeah, they're, they're, I, think, I hope that they're proud of their father uh, and, and the work that he's doing because it's, it's all about them. I mean, the reason I want to be the attorney general for the state of Missouri because I want to protect the Constitution, enforce the laws as written, defend the state, protect the counties train up a new generation of public service-minded attorneys, and I do all of that for the people and for the next generation to leave this better than we found it. And so, that, you know, that, that's the legacy. I think they appreciate that. I know uh, we get to enjoy our weekends together. They don't see me as much during the, the, the week anymore because we're so busy, but that's all right. They know I'm doing good work and, and doing it for, for them and everybody else out there. Uh, Mr. Bailey, I, I want to ask you, I, I hope that you get the vibe of our, our show. I, hopefully you were familiar before you, uh, before you were appointed by our, uh, before our uh, governor. But uh, I, I, I want to let you know, you know, we kind of we're a little low key. We cover the serious topics. We ask the serious questions, but we're also all human beings. And we want to remind folks that listen to Wake Up that, to Mid-Missouri. You know what? People that hold office, they're also human beings, too. So I want to ask you this question. Uh, what would be your uh, marriage advice for producer Hannah? She's getting married coming up in October, and we did this morning. What's hot with Hannah? We do it every morning, seven twenty-five. She was doing marriage advice from like eight-year-old kids. What would be your <laughs> marriage advice? Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, well, first of all, a longtime listener, always appreciated your show and the the topic, the the broad spectrum of topics you all discuss. You know, it's it it starts with listening. Uh, I think that it's important in a relationship to listen and hear the other person. Uh, I spend I. I, I, I spend time listening to my spouse, and I probably need to spend more time listening. And so that, that would be my first piece of advice. But and listening does not just mean you're waiting for your turn to talk, right? That's the challenge. Yes. I have a lot I want to say, and sometimes I just got to squelch that and, and just listen. But when you say listening, is it the... Uh-huh. It's not yes, the head no. 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 Uh, Attorney General Andrew Bailey hanging out with us here on the show. General, this is a company town, as you well know, being from mid-Missouri yourself. Uh, you maybe you want to talk about uh, the lack of staffing changes in the office over there. You're, you're sticking with a lot of uh, proven attorneys and staff, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I think I've consistently said that both General Hawley and General Schmidt leave behind a legacy of excellence that I intend to carry forward. There's always turnover in state government. Uh, that, that's a constant and so, you know, there's nothing different about that. We have vacancies uh, across all lines of, of staffing at the attorney general's office that we we will do our best to fill. But that's true throughout state government. But there are some really great people that work at the attorney general's office. I mean, that staff is I would put them up against anybody in the state or nation. You've got dedicated professionals, some of which have been there for a while and some of which have just joined us and are, are younger and getting their first shot at, at public service. But I want to train up the new generation of public service minded attorneys. You know, I, I came from the attorney general's office. I've done that work. I value the work that our staff does. 
And I want to reinvest in them and, and the work that they do because at the end of the day, I'm one person. But we have 300 employees, around 200 attorneys, and those are the people making decisions every day in individual cases that impact the lives of the people of the state of Missouri. And so, you know, if you, if you love the Constitution, if you love the rule of law, and if you care about the people of the state of Missouri, we probably have a lot in common. And we've got a spot for you at the Attorney General's office. Now, the governor is set to give his state of the state this week, and having previously uh, been in his office, um, not that you speak for him or that you know what's coming, but now as the attorney general, are there things that you're hoping to see him, uh, you know, talk about on Wednesday? You know, the governor has accomplished so much. I mean, you, you look at uh, uh, the work that he's done on pro-life issues, uh, working with the General Assembly and, and responding to the Dobbs decision to essentially uh, end elective abortion in the state of Missouri. You look at what he's done on the Second Amendment, signing the Second Amendment Pre Preservation Act and pushing back against the Department of Justice uh, attempts to uh, subvert that piece of legislation. You look at what he's done on tax cuts this last summer, uh, the way he supported agriculture. I mean, th th those issues alone are huge conservative wins. And I just I know he's going to keep pushing forward. He, he is an endless uh, amount, has an endless amount of energy and, and dedication and passion for the people of the state. And I just know whatever I, I, I have not seen a draft or have any insight into what's in the state of the state. But I know it'll be about the people of the state of Missouri and continuing to push us forward and build on the incredible momentum and, and the huge wins he's delivered for the people of the state over the past couple of years. Mr. Bailey, our Attorney General, uh, we're appreciative uh, of your time. We appreciate you coming in and joining us here in the studio this morning. We, too, also, even though we don't hold elected office, well, Stephanie actually holds an elected office in Ashland, but we don't hold elected office, but we still believe part of our responsibility is to be of service to folks here in mid-Missouri. And part of that service, I think, is by asking folks like you, before we let you go, anything else that you want to add uh, to, to mention to the folks here in mid Missouri this morning before we let you go. Well, number one, I just want to say thanks again for, for having me on and for this opportunity to serve. It's a privilege to serve the people of the state of Missouri. Stay, you know, stay tuned. We have more coming on the First Amendment suit. Uh, Missouri v. Biden, we anticipate taking additional depositions and receiving additional documentary discovery. And I think what you're going to see is we're going to continue to uncover coercion and collusion between federal, the federal government and big tech social media to silence speech and to violate the First Amendment. And we're going to keep up that fight because that's what the people deserve. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Bailey, our attorney general. As a matter of fact, and if you get a chance, seriously, and it's a shame that more news agencies aren't uh, aren't covering this, but the Twitter files, there's some astounding stuff in there. And about the state of the state speech tomorrow from Governor Parson. Got something on that for you coming up five minutes from now here on 